I frequently find that humans are just horrible at making life choices. Right? Now, let me cut you off right there. Uh, That is ignorant of you to judge a whole multitude of three billion people to think that they are all dumb. In the audience, cheers. Woo! Dr. Phil, I am a magical creature. Welcome to the podcast that explores the Heartlands Entertainment Industries. I'm Brian. I'm Kelly. And today we're talking improv. Just improv. It's just a pure improv show. I'm so excited about this. Just, I... I haven't been doing it in so long. And I mean, I guess we do it on the podcast, but it's so different doing it with a group of people, especially unfamiliar to me. But this yeah. is your group. Right. This is your group. This is. So, yeah. So that I, I totally self-serving. Uh, I invited the <clears throat> the troop that I was recently adopted into just a couple months ago. They're called Taco About It. And we do long form montage improv stuff. And it's just so much fun. It's just so much fun to just get to play. Yes. Yeah. And I think um, everyone has their own kind of favorite form, but I love montage as well. That's kind of my preference. Yeah. Um, I love, I love good short form game, but montage is so fun and freeing. And uh, are you nervous? I'm kind of nervous. Are you nervous? Well, cause like, it's so, it's always so weird. Like, you know, when we're doing stuff on stage, we can get, we can stand up and move around the stage, yeah. but we're on a podcast right now. So we have to kind of stay put. Can you contain your arms, Brian? Uh, I don't uh, know if I can contain my I arms. I just have to lean into all of the voices that I can do. <laughs> and that's it. That's all my powers combined. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, um, I feel like I've just been practicing for this a little bit cause I'm nervous. So at home I might be doing some silly little warmups or games or like playing with my kids, uh, uh-huh. just a few improvised games. Although Oliver is not that fun to improvise with because he's so logical. He's like, he's mom, just, I'm not a cat. He can't. Yes. And he's just a no. He's just a straight up like, Mm-mm. That's Mm-mm. not, you're not holding anything, mom. He does it all the time to me, to Coraline. Coraline would be like, I'm Prince, you know, Coraline always is something, not her. Yeah. And he will just flat out, no, you're not Coraline. Take that off of your head. It's a toilet paper roll. Like just can't <laughs> see past it. But I love yeah. him for that because sometimes you need to just see the toilet paper roll and go with it from there. That's true. You know? Yep. And sometimes you need to live in a whimsical world of make-believe. Oliver. Oliver. Don't lose your childhood before you even have You're it. You're only five. <laughs> so let's go listen to our conversation with Taco About It Improv. So here we are with Taco About It Improv, or at least a segment of Taco About It Improv. A fraction. A small fraction, because it's a it's it, it the group keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I miss one practice. And then I come back. It we took got many people to replace you. Eight new people. <laughs> Who are these people? They're Skyping in. It's crazy. <laughs> now, so we have, uh, let's go down the line and introduce ourselves uh, from Talk About it Improv. So we have here. Uh, my name is Derek Miller. I'm Sarah Johnston. And I'm Jared Cole. Sweet. And then I'm trying, okay, so who all are we missing? We're, we're missing Kimberly Lucy, Stewart. Kimberly Stewart. Laura Russell. Laura Russell. Mm-hmm. And then Lucy. Lucy. I can never remember how to say her last name. What is it? Lazoila. Liz- I'm know. not alone. We're going to dub in her last name later. I understand that word. <laughs> I have never verbalized it. <laughs> and we are missing Lucy the dog. That's true. We always oh, have yeah. Lucy the dog. Oh. At practice. I like this. Practice. She's it's a good prop. 
Yeah. One of these days, Live Colonel prop. Rumpus the Basset Hound will also crash a practice. No, I please can't do. wait. Oh, please do. Oh. Excited. It would be amazing. It would be destructive. But it would <laughs> be, be a violent game of improv. With him. <laughs> yeah. Violent, violent Basset Hound? The most slobbery and loud. night ever. <laughs> and and yeah. hopefully there's cheese involved. I mean, oh, I, I fed him a lot yeah. of cheese. He seems cheese to like that. Cheese and biscuits. Yeah. You feed, feed him cheese and then... Scooch. And then I leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. And then he, he, you know, destroys their house with... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going crazy looking for cheese. <laughs> so, Derek, uh, give the audience kind of like a quick run through of what exactly Talk About It is as an improv troupe. So, Talk About It is a group of people who actually do love tacos. We've had... We do. We, we have tacos delivered to our practices quite a lot. Uh, but we also, we also enjoy each other. Uh, we have, have liked minds about having improv to be a very important part of our lives. The tenets of improv, uh, which is based around, you know, the yes and. Uh, you know, we've just kind of bought into that whole, we drank the Kool-Aid, you know, and we, yeah. we just wanted to play with other people. And, you know, we have as much fun at practices and rehearsals as we do on stage together which is uh, it's kind of funny because anytime i'm talking to a friend about hey you need to come out to an improv show we've been rehearsing a lot (laughs) 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 Uh, do you guys get the question how do you rehearse improv the time yeah even my parents don't quite understand it it yet They're like, what do you do for two hours? Yeah, how do you rehearse something that's not we scripted? We warm up, and we have you know things that help our vocalization, yada yada games. When then we sometimes we just do montages or just play, and uh, yeah, but yeah, you can you can practice it, improv, you can I, rehearse it. I always compare it to any other sport, like football teams practice. Do they know the outcome of Sunday's game? Never. No, they do not. That's but they true. still practice to be the best team they can when Sunday comes. So we're practicing our fundamentals so we can be the best team and improve our craft every time we get it back on stage. Right. Yeah. And so talk about it specifically is a long form montage uh, improv troupe. And can one of y'all describe exactly what exactly a, a long form montage oh, is? Okay, so uh, so there are two two aspects of improv, right? A lot of people have seen whose line is it anyways. There are these really funny guys that shoot for eight hours and then they get to cut their uh, material down to 20 really funny minutes. Um, <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah, I mean, it's very <laughs> nice. So they, they are pre-formed games that have predefined rules that everybody knows and they play a game from beginning to end. In a long form, we invent our own rules within the structure of the game. There, there, there's, there's no set, uh, set um, game rules. We make them up on the stage. Yeah. We, uh, so it's a series of interconnected scenes that may be uh, related or may not be related. And we all are our own actors, directors, writers. Like everybody on the stage is empowered to make an edit, to come up with a character, to come up with a game to play, which is what's happening in the scene, and to, uh, yeah, that's it. That's awesome. So what we're going to do today on today's episode is we're going to basically, we're going to just play somewhat of a long-form montage scene. I like to, at least one episode per season, I like to just play, just just play. Yes, just play some yes, play. it's so fun. Hey. I'm so excited. And, I, I, and I want to say, I just, I relate to you guys. I feel like I can, I can play with, talk about it, because originally... 
my first troop was called Taco Tuesdays. Uh-huh. And I too had a what? love Grandma. for tacos. Oh, <laughs> And yeah, we had to change it sadly because that was also the name of a lot of other things. And so <laughs> it didn't, no one cared about the Taco Tuesday uh, uh, improv. They thought we were really, really selling tacos. Yeah. So like they thought you guys were just like killing on, on the advertising. Yeah. 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 You guys yeah. are everywhere. Should, should just that. a taco. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's see here. So let me see. Uh, Let's talk real quick about how how exactly we rehearse, and then we'll actually we'll get a little bit of inspiration, and yeah. then we'll play. Normally, our shows are about twenty minutes long, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're about twenty. Yep. By the way, this is probably the most self serving episode of Wiki <laughs> Show Show I think I've ever done because since <laughs> this is my we're really group. Brian's troop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret, well, Derek. You kind of sucked me in because I will say I, I, I should also say that Derek here also runs our improv jams over at the Speakeasy. Which yes, so it is all interrelated. I mean, we we we've always loved improv. You know, we're yeah. all a big family. It's all good. It's kind it's of the foundation. Good. It is. Our and someday we'll get Kelly back on stage to do real improv. Someday. Someday. <laughs> the actor in me will emerge. So what are some ways that we rehearse? We're going to do a little bit of rehearsing and then we're actually going to play the full thing. So if you've ever played a sport, right, guys, mm-hmm. like if you ever played a sport, you know, you warm up by stretching first, stretching your muscles, uh, then maybe doing some strength and conditioning skills, uh, maybe running a few plays or whatever it is that your sport does. And improv is kind of the same way. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think, you know, I would assume that the mentally for a troop to really function well, you guys, one focus is to just kind of feel your wavelength first at the beginning to know you guys are on the same page. We trust each other. We're ready to go. That seems to be kind of important in practice and rehearsing and getting to know each other. And when we started, we had, we had a coach. Um, can we say his name? No. (laughs) Yes, we can. His name is is not Roger. It's not Roger. Uh, And he he really started something where we all checked in at the Mm -hmm. top of the practice. Like, how's your week? What's been going on in your life outside of improv before we get into improv? Well, and it's also important to, we always say, get out of your head. Um, outside of improv, there's life. There's, there's. We've got to pay rent. We've got to pay the bills. We've got to pay the mortgage. All stresses of life. But when you come back together and you get ready to play, there's no time to think about the seriousness that is adulting. It's time to yeah. get out of your head and and just be. Don't be afraid to be silly. That's one thing that I've always thought was really neat about our rehearsals is that there is a little bit of a little bit of like. Almost like there should be a shrink kind of sitting there, like, how's your week been? Well, this happened, and then this, and like, we get, like, there's a little, we get a little personal, and that's kind of important whenever we're out there on stage having to depend on each other and having each other's back. Right. Like, it's kind of nice that we have that little personal aspect to it. What are your favorite warm-ups then? Like, when you would just first start a rehearsal after you've kind of checked in with each other, do you start with warm-ups? Do you start, I mean, like, where where do you begin? Vocal, mental, physical? What do you like to begin with? Hmm. Just favorite ones, even. So Doesn't even have to be. we typically start off with a word association. Word associ. Word associ. <laughs> For the millennials. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is just uh, top of the head, A to B thinking, where I would 
throw to Callie, uh, blue cheese. And she would be inspired to say. Yeah, gorgonzola. Exactly. And so whatever was said previously inspires what you're going to say to pass to someone else. Yeah. So and which would inspire me to say constipation. <laughs> <laughs> and the goal is to not overthink what you say, how you associate that word. Not overthink it. Just push the words out and don't filter what you say because whatever you say, everybody will support. Yeah. And, and it teaches you also to share and pass. We talk about sharing energy or passing energy and sharing focus or passing focus to someone else. That's what we do on stage as like, you know, like I would might throw something to Jared, I'd pass energy to him mm -hmm. and then he would take it and he would then interact in the scene. And that word association helps us develop those skills. So we have the, that word association is kind of like a very, very basic warm up just to get the brain started, especially Fire. at the end of a freaking work day. Right. When you're just fried and like you feel like you don't have anything left and then you do. <laughs> you do. You do. Because you just get that creative part of your brain a going. Yeah. And or, then, or if you're feeling like you really want to censor your thoughts, if you're feeling unsure about what to say and nervous, I feel right. like that's such a good game to get out, get your nerves out and just, just flow and say what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Because once you get in your head in an actual show, I mean, I've had that happen where I'm, I just am stuck in my head and I'm overthinking it and I'm ruining the game that is happening before me because oh, I just dude. can't, can't get yeah. that, that first thing out. Well, that, see, that, I feel like that's been, for me especially, because, like, you kind of just plucked me out. <laughs> I never got to take any classes. It's just like I'm Fine's an enthusiast, and I did improv with take one. You like? You join. You like you join. Yeah, yeah, yeah come and on. so, like, we went from short form little fun games to, like, oh, now we're going to do a full show. And, man, I get inside my the first handful of shows, and I still struggle with that, of, like, getting inside my own head of, like, I got nothing. I got I got nothing. And then Derek here, you jump out in the middle of the stage with nothing and then you, and it, and it works. It works every time. Make the magic. Because someone always has your back. That's right. You know, and that, and it's not just me. Anyone steps out on stage. You know, when, you know, when we sweep, when we edit a scene, we'll talk about edits in a montage scene as, as you're having like two people that are creating a, a beautiful scene uh, when it's time for that scene to end, we call that an edit, and someone will come out and, and walk across this way, the stage, and do a sweep edit. Yeah. Then someone's <laughs> got to get out there. Yeah, yeah, and then it's, it's just an on. empty stage. It's, for it's, yeah, so those someone first steps five out. Five seconds are just eternity. Yeah, but we don't want that to happen. So we want someone to step out immediately, even yeah. if they have nothing. But then we're a team, we're a family. We don't want to leave each other out on stage. So you'll see someone else walk on stage, and maybe someone mm -hmm. else walks. On stage. Having nothing in their pockets, nothing yeah. in their head, but we have techniques which we do in practice. Right, yeah. Like mirroring and, uh, you know, having a physical activity, interacting with your environment where we can add information into a scene. Yeah. So. And hotspot is like a game, right? You stand on the back line. Don't let the hots, don't let, don't let the space go. Just someone get out there immediately, you know, and, and keep going kind of that firing of, uh, boldly stepping out regardless yeah. of your mental state or and it's anything. been a really it's been a really interesting kind of rewiring of my brain because like you know my like 95 percent of my background has either been this or like with take one and just the small stuff that we've done have mm -hmm. been like actual like whose line is it anyway style games right where you you have the rule of the game but in this we are finding the game. So You're can you can you game. describe what that means to find the game? Yep. 
Yeah, sure. Um, so in a scene, just like, you know, when you're in, when you watch anything, a television show or a movie, you, you have your environment. You need to know where you are, right? There's information. Improv is about giving, gifting information to each other. So you're all on the stage page, you know where you're at and you create a, a you, you create a moment in time that's different than other moments in time, right? So you come out, you need to know who each other are, so you gift each other uh, names. Yeah. Very simple, right? I might come out and look to Jared and say, hey, Betty, man, I could sure use a haircut. Oh, come on right up, Frank. You just sit on the chair and I'll take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> right, and immediately we go from a blank canvas to two people that have names and we know that now we're in, we're in an Italian barbershop. Yeah, Italian barbershop. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So so it's that creation that's really important. And as you add information in on what the scene's about, I mean, we might discover that uh, that we're, we're, we're brothers or we're, yeah. you know. I th people have this, and it's a great thing that people have this conception of improv, almost like it's magic, like it's just <laughs> coming together. But there are wheels turning behind the scenes that are really freaking cool. Right. Yeah. And I think it's great to see the scene because then you'll understand the warm up games that we do, yeah. which is the conditioning so we can create the scenes together on a consistent basis. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are tons of, of gears turning and ideas going through our heads um, when a scene like that is going because we're in the in the back line thinking, what can I do to make the scene better? What can I do to elevate? How can I help? Mm hmm. And even when can I edit this? Like mm -hmm. when we look for something, what's called the beat, mm. which is kind of either like the punchline or the moment in a scene that we know it's met its peak and it needs to move on. Or at the very worst, it's not working out and it's just not great. People <laughs> are yawning. Yeah. Let's leave that yeah. on the cutting room yeah. floor. Move it yeah. On. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. time move to move on. on. Yeah. Screw that scene. It's a new scene. Mm -hmm. Nothing against anyone. And we trust each other so much that we're not going to take it personally if it's a five second scene and it's just something creepy. Like someone may have slipped a word that yeah. shouldn't have slipped. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause I, cause I think I, like I made, I made a Republican me. joke last night and then Derek was like, oh, no! <laughs> oh man, that's the worst. So for your viewers that have, may have not seen an improv show, when he's talking about a sweep at it, he's starting from one edge of the stage and running all the way across to the other <laughs> end of the stage. And yeah. yeah, so that's the visual to be one you want to have. Curtain. I'm a human Blackout. curtain. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what we're going to do, we're going to play, we're going to play um, a montage. And since this is audio only, we have our video, but we're going to pretend like it's it's not because the majority of our listeners are actually on and iTunes. And our space is small. We have a small space here. It's small not, space. I mean, it's a nice space, but it's not very movement allowable for <laughs> so many people. And I'm behind a bar. So. Yeah. Yeah. So... I, you know what? Actually, if you're listening on iTunes, you should skip on over to our YouTube channel and actually watch how we how we make this work. Because yeah. we're kind of we're figuring this out as we go. So forgive us if it's a little weird and wonky. <laughs> we like the weird yeah. and wonky. Audio podcast improv. What could yeah. go wrong? But okay. So whenever we whenever we wipe, we're gonna go whoosh, and. Whoosh. Feel free to actually describe what you're doing. <laughs> I'm standing over a fire. It's very cold. I'm wiping. I'm, I'm warming my hands up over the fire. I enter the scene. I go down to the floor, and with my hands, I mimic fire, flames, 
going out to warm Brian's hands. Hey, hey, Jeff, um, you could get out of the fire. I pull my pants up <laughs> in this awkward moment. And I continue to warm my hands while he is burning. He is just burning. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That, there's an example. Okay, so... So there's an example. <laughs> what do we do? I can't count how many times that I enter a scene and not knowing that Brian's pants were down. They're down and you're on fire. <laughs> They're yeah. usually and down. He's going to set me on yeah. fire. I'm on fire. You have been fire so many times. Fire <laughs> or the ocean? <laughs> okay, so... Um, so let's pretend this is like an actual show. We kind of have to talk about it, introduce ourselves. You're usually our spokesperson. Jared's been doing it lately. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So how how do we start out the show? Uh, I will, after introducing ourselves, uh, I will look to the audience and I try to come up with more fun ways of getting suggestions than, can we have a relationship? Can we have an object? Can we have this? And they usually never work. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Can, can you, like, why why would you do something to give more, uh, to get more, more of a plethora of I'm just of tired of people yelling out dildos. Toothbrush! Oh, yeah. Pineapple! Yeah. Dil- yeah, yeah, dildo. And mm. and so uh, what worked, I'll try last night, what really worked well, I think it worked well, was just saying, all right, everybody, uh, before we begin, we need you to set the stage for us. So... Uh, think of your favorite movie, your favorite uh, television show, music, song, whatever your favorite piece of media is, and take one word from that title and yell it out to me. Ooh, that's good. That's good. So we don't have a live studio audience here with us, but we do have an audience of one. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Laney. Laney. So you're going to be our suggestifier. <laughs> so, so what was it? It's an unpaid Next, Think gig. of your favorite song, music, title, uh, anything, any piece of media, book, Podcast. whatever. Uh, take one word from that title and throw it at us. Oh. Hanson. Hanson. I'm into it. I'm into <laughs> it. And then I'll say, all right, when the lights come up, let's talk about Hanson. Sweet. Blackout. Lights come up. An improviser takes the stage. (laughs) Dude, I think I'm trying to grow out my hair. Uh, I really want it to be about shoulder length. I mean, right now it's just, it's like, it's just Bob. And I I, I feel like people aren't going to take me seriously in my music if I don't have at least like collarbone length hair. And man, Russ, your hair is gorgeous. Tell me how you do it, man. Well, first of all, I like to steal my dad's beer. And I think about drinking it. But then I think about Sunday school and I feel really bad. So I put the and beer away. Behind Russ, you see a, another improviser slowly combing his hair out. And then I look into a mirror and I think really hard. Come on, hair. Come on. You can do it, hair. And then it grows, but then, and then I feed my, my hair comber person. I feed the hair comber person some kibble. And that's how it works. Thanks, Russ. I, I do work for kibble and bits. Kibbles and bits. Wait, so, so, so you talk positively to your hair. Yeah. You drink a lot of beer 
and you have someone. Parents just look at it and think about it. I'm not just, evil. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Oh, I mean, I look around your basement. I see a lot of empty beer cans. No judgment. It's fine. It's fine. But then I'm not an alcoholic. But I thought about it. You so, then you have someone. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to do with that. I was going for the length of the hair. They all had beautiful hair. I was going Hanson Brothers. Russ is not a Hanson brother. Uh, 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 Hanson Brothers. And this is the beauty of this. We get suggestions that will inspire us in our own thoughts, <coughs> we interpret it yeah. as we wish. It doesn't have to be exact. Yeah. It, it can be inspired be and yeah. it can go anywhere. And I so, I don't know who Russ is or Scott <laughs> or... <laughs> I, I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> so we, we wiped that and then where would we take that? Where would we take the montage from there? <clears throat> I would probably enter on stage as a dog. Derek enters on stage because as a I dog. like to play animals. Because Derek likes to play animals. So I come on stage and I sniff around, crawl on my own fours, and make it obvious that I'm a dog in search of food. Derek sniffs. He may actually poop as well. I might. I might say because in improv, dogs and animals all all talk. I really would love some kibbles and bits. I would really love some kibbles and bits. Enter really dog love number some two. Bits. Enter dog number two. I'm crawling around. I come up, sniff his butt. <laughs> you sure you want kibbles a bits again? Hey, 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 Russ. How did I smell back there? Am I all okay? Oh, you smell mighty nice. Sorry, Fido. can't. Sorry, I can't sniff your your butt for you. I'm just not feeling it today. I'm really hungry. What, Russ? Yeah. My owners haven't fed me in like three days. They're, on, they're like in Jamaica or something. Well, I've got a really big bone for you. Oh, Russ, I keep telling you. I'm not interested in your bone, man. Keep it putting in your legs. What? Yeah, I'm not into that. Kelly and I walk out on stage. So oh. did you know that the dogs here talk? That's... Crazy man, this is the coolest dog park ever. This is also the best weed I've ever had. No joke. <laughs> so, uh, when you, I want to talk about animals and talking, and I love that you said in in, in the improv world, animals talk. Right. Why is it a good choice to choose to talk? Because it's the only way that you can really get out really good information. I mean, you want to interact in the scene as much as you can, and you have to tell the audience what's in your head and what's going on. So animals have to talk. Thank you. I love it. I just all improv. Such a good talk. yeah. Little Everybody knows tip. that. Yeah. No, it's a good tip because I. I mean, I've seen shows. I've been silent people. I've done those things. But I think you know, it's always a good choice to talk. Yeah, it's, it's a good choice. So from there, we wipe the stage, and then where could we go from there? Okay. So usually, what happens is that the people that are on the sidelines that are not involved in the scene will be listening very intently to what's going on and they need to place themselves as if they were, you know, silent observers in the scene. So they're they're totally there. And they're they're thinking as we and we talked about our what we do in practices and rehearsals is we train our brains. At the top of the scene, we're always yes anding each other. We're saying, mm-hmm. hey, I'm giving information. We never negate each other. Anything that comes out of our mouths is true. And then we add our own information. As the scene gets 
developed, we changed from yes anding each other to saying, if this is true, what else is true? Just like you did, right? So if if there are talking animals that may have some kind of weird relationship <laughs> go, troubles going on, um, you know, what else could be true? And yeah. you came out and you, you you recast our environment, said, well, this may not actually be reality. This is someone's drug high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is, which is <laughs> always kind of a fun little comedy mechanism of misdirection. Like I love, that's one of the cool things about improv that I love is the misdirection of what you think that you're looking at and then somebody can come in. And if we're actually watching this on stage, you, you'd see two human beings on all fours talking, mm-hmm. <laughs> which means that we could, like I actually thought it'd be really funny if well, she we, and I come out and be like, why are these people trying to pretend to be dogs? But Right, but then part of it is you want to, I, like, I, I liked the decision you made because you don't want to negate the reality of what's happening in the scene, right? right. Yeah. Because that can, and that's so easy to do without mm-hmm. even thinking about it. Our minds want to go, this isn't logical. Let's make it logical or yeah. this isn't, or I want it to go this way and I don't like, I'm going to make it something else. But to acknowledge, hey, they're dogs. They're doing it. They're dogs talking about their sex lives in a park and we're watching it. That's, you know, that's not negating what they're doing. And that's a huge, I'd say, lesson that takes some time to learn some, you know, it can take a while. And frequently in improv, that's a great point, because frequently in improv, it's referred to as play. Yes. And how we forget to play as adults. Like when we're kids, if we were doing that, you would totally know that we were dogs and you would never yeah. think about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Any, any, I'm you know, a dog. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, kids know, we know this as children naturally to buy into what people are, are saying. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the, a very freeing That's thing. what so much. I feel like improv, it just keeps me young. It does. Like yeah. Doing this kind well, of I thing. I can play just, with my daughter. She's like, I'm a cat. And I'm like, I'm so with you on this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's do yeah. this. <laughs> and you just totally upstage her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're never going to outdo your mom. Sorry. <laughs> a better cat than you. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be ruined. Ruined, I tell you. Okay. So we wipe right, the scene. Wipe the scene. <clears throat> and, uh, and like, for instance, we might not have something right out the gate. Mm-hmm. I walk on still- stage. And I'm feeling, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of crouched, feeling, you know, a little nervous. Uh, it's, it's dark outside. Uh, I'm dressed and, in all, all black. And, and I see Kelly l- looking nervous, so I'm not going to leave her on stage by herself. So I, not having anything, will walk out and I'll start looking around, trying to f- feeling nervous. All right. Yo, Chuck, I think this is the night. I think this is the night we do it. We're going to break into the zoo. We're going to break into the zoo. I want to release those bears. Stephanie, I'm all in. All right, all right. But, but, but Those dude, bears need released. Cut to inside the, uh, in the bear cages. Okay. okay. All right, Chuck. Did you bring the, 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 the uh, bag of tools? The, the, what is it? What are they called? Locksmith tools? I need some keys. I need some, I need some needles. I need to get into this, into this huge, giant lock that's before me, these bars. Well, well, Stephanie, you know, I'm a dentist. When you said bring the bag, I brought my dental tools. I have a, I have a bag full of dental tools. <sighs> Do you need a mirror? Uh, well, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Slide it under the, slide it underneath the bottom of the cage. Make sure the bear's not looking. We want to surprise the bears. The bear's looking, but he looks happy. Something shinier. Uh, Well, that's the. Pick up. It's a good thing. Uh, We want the key. We want the bears happy. Oh, oh. Mama bear looks at the key. Another bear bear joins her. What do you, what do you got there? I have a key. We get to. 
blow this stand. We get to wait. Is that a key to the gate? It's a key to the gate. Where'd you get that key to the gate? Oh, this girl just passed it through. She's so silly. So you're saying there's food on the other side of the gate? Yes, let's open the gate. Let's open this gate. Chuck, I think I think they're ready to open the gate now. You're a doctor, right? Dentist I, is totally, doctor. I'm totally a doctor. Better than any medical school in okay. the world. So if I'm mauled when I release the door, you have to fix me. At least fix my face, man. Are you hungry? Oh. Oh, man, I'm so hungry. You know what I could really go for right now? A dentist. Oh, that's Wait. open the door. Wait. Wait. It I looks like they're eyeing me. I start Definitely. straight up, I, as a bear, take up a key and actually reach around and as if I'm literally breaking from prison, put the key in the lock and actually unlock it like a normal human person, but I'm a bear. I pull out a camera and start recording the giant bear hand unlocking the door. Chuck, we've got to send this to Jason. Uh, he, he he would never, ever believe that we are literally witnessing a bear breakout while we're trying to break them out, but they're doing it themselves. Oh, man, we're, I can smell the dentist from here. Oh, he smells delicious. We're empowering the bears to have their own lives, Stephanie. This is, this is momentous. Yes. I, as the bear, unlock the door and open it, standing on two feet with my other bear paw. They're, they're getting out, Stephanie. Are you getting this? This is incredible. This is amazing. Oh, this is me. Ma- grabs Stephanie's arm. Looks oh, delicious. We're free, oh. and there's food. I'm being they're touched. getting closer. Wait, the the male bear is coming up to me, and oh. his mouth is agape. And oh my god, look at those cavities. <laughs> Let me get. I've, I've got to help this bear. <laughs> I reach down as my arm is trapped in the bear's mouth. I reach down, say, I'm going to drop the camera. If I don't, I got to throw you your tools so you can clean his mouth, but I've got to, I've got to put the camera down. One bear grabs Stephanie's oh. arm. Oh. 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 He eats it. No! Oh. 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 I think we've made a huge mistake. <laughs> I was waiting for you to just straight up clean my teeth. <laughs> that was the next step. <laughs> As I bleed out. Yeah. You promised! <laughs> Wait, I've got real bad calories. Calories? Fun. I've got really bad calories, calories. in my mouth. My, my right. bad cavities. Cavities. Yeah, my Calorie first cavities. priority is mouth hygiene. <laughs> Rather than You're that dedicated life. to that the craft of dentistry. Better than any medical school in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's keep it. Let's keep it rolling, and I think that we should we should try to see a, a, a more of a smooth transition into one scene to the next, kind of feel so that, that listeners yeah. can hear yeah. how we would jump in right away with with nothing. Just see like how it. that works. Yeah, feel the tra- transition. Like All right, let's get another suggestion. Yeah. Kelly, what are you thinking of right now? Hey, suggestifier. Yes. <laughs> What? Give us a word, any word. Mm. Any old word. New, word uh, New words are good, too. Dinosaur. Dinosaur. That's an Dinosaur. old word. That, that's a fossilized word. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go with uh, dinosaur. So we'd say when the lights come up. Dinosaur. Dinosaur. So I would walk onto stage, and I'm stomping around with my little tiny Tyrannosaurus Rex arms. And I walk out on stage, as you can see, by this incredibly detailed three-dimensional model. The Tyrannosaurus Rex was clearly an idiot. (laughs) I don't understand his words, but I think he's saying good things about me. So I puff out my chest (laughs) because I am a proud dinosaur and I know he's he's saying proudful things of me. (laughs) He was clearly an idiot because his brain was the size of a pea, but... Don't look down upon this Tyrannosaurus Rex because he was also 
super gay. Still not knowing what he's saying, I puff my chest out even more and take more strident steps as I know that he is revealing to the world how great Tyrannus Rexes are. That's right. This dinosaur was gay. The whole species was super gay. <laughs> and I'm still proud. <laughs> Walking out. And let me point out, in fact, that this Tyrannosaurus Rex, by being gay, was truly one of the coolest and, and most progressive of dinosaurs. As <laughs> <laughs> So that's an example. <laughs> <laughs> I come running out to the middle of the stage. Welcome to the gay dinosaur. The best bar in town with the craziest music ever. I'm standing in the background just, just dancing. Me too. Just arms flailing. Just dancing incredibly well. <laughs> I have moves on stage that you've never seen before. We are booging down, booging down. Get ready for the dinosaur dance off. All right, everyone, get on stage. We're all gonna dance like we uh, used to live 50 billion years ago. Wanna see the best moves and go, and go. And Jurassic Park right here. I jump out and I start to dance, but my arms are short because I'm a Tyrannosaurus Rex and I'm stuck in, oh no, it's tar. Ah, oh, ah, oh, I'm getting sucked down by the tar. Ah, oh, go oh, down God. low, oh, go down I just low. disappear into the dance floor. Oh, that was a good T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I enter the stage and I go, you know who we haven't heard from in a long time is Barney. And I gesture to Jared to, to join me on stage. Oh. Hey, Sam, how are you? Barney, I just, I just, I just dropped by your house, man. Cause I haven't, we haven't heard you. I hadn't heard you in the news lately. The, the show's been canceled. You know, I just, I just want to find out you're, you're like my best friend when I was growing up. How you doing? Well, uh, things haven't been the best, you know, economies and, uh, Kids grow up. Didn't, didn't know that. <laughs> uh, hey, come on in. Come on in. Uh, okay. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I never thought I was going to grow up either. You know, I thought I was always going to be just a kid. But now I've I've got a mortgage and a wife and a couple of kids of my own. And I just think that why don't my kids know Barney? Well, um, Barney had to grow up, too. So uh, you got the mortgage, huh? Yeah, I got a mortgage. Well, if you get a mortgage, make sure it's a 15%. You see a huge smile come across my face as I'm remembering what Saturday mornings used to be like, and I'm just smiling at Barney again. Don't I enter get the room, a smaller dinosaur. Hey, Dad. <laughs> Chucky, who are you? <sighs> we got another eviction notice, Dad. I throw the eviction notice down, and I'm never going to go to college, and I run away. Who, who, who is that, Barney? That's my little squirt of a son, Chucky. Chucky? Like, he's your son? Yeah. Did she get married? Not exactly. Do you remember uh, Sally from the uh, Barney's Library Tour National? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember Sally. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Really? You and Sally? It was a night of fashion. <laughs> I'm going to go live with mom! Cut to a pitch meeting where Barney is now trying to pitch singing adult songs about adult subjects for the kids that used to watch him. So, you know millennials, they know nothing about money. I can help them. If you get a job, make sure your 401k is at least 10%. <laughs> Brilliant, Barney. That's really, really good. Brilliant. That's really can good. You t- I think. Can you sing it about, uh, anything about taxes? The taxes? Um... When you get married, itemize and deduct your time. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just felt like that was a good what we would call a beat. Yeah. That was a good button or beat, and I appreciated oh, man. it. Man, that was good. That was really good. Yeah. So let's talk. I want to talk a little bit about finding the game in that. Can we yeah. break down how we found? I think we kind of found, found, found some somewhat of the game. I mean, it obviously focused around Barney. Mm-hmm. Uh, where like. I don't know how how do how do we think that was formed? So we started <laughs> off with just the suggestion dinosaur, and you came out as a dinosaur, and then I came out as a really bad professor <laughs> and also a really offensive professor. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, it's all fun. It's That's all fun. right. That's right. Well, yeah. So, so yeah. From there, we kind of took. I felt like we were okay. We've got this dinosaur on stage. We're still it's still a dinosaur on the mind, though. We still had dinosaur right. on the brain. So, took it to the next. Maybe in your head, you go, what, what so, next? Yeah. So, you know, how we got to Barney is I did a really bad improv move, which is I pimped out my teammate. Oh yeah, <laughs> love it, love it, love but it. It's uh, it's bad, but it's good it's because so good. Yeah. we have great players on our team, and I knew Jared would kick it out of the park but you're you're pimping out out to sort of showcase one of his talents because he's very good at, he, at character both, both, he's got good right really jared good and and brian both have very good character development and 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 skills of that nature mm-hmm. that's the one really cool thing that in rehearsal we get to kind of uh figure out each other <clears throat> each other's strengths and different characters that we can kind of go to we also learned that like throughout doing several different shows we have we have found these little bits and things that whenever we actually do another a new show we can rely on those mm-hmm. kind of like as a backlog yeah yeah and so i, I think i was gonna say is there a, well go ahead no i shouldn't interrupt sorry uh, getting nerdy <laughs> nerd nerd alert love what it you gonna say? i was just gonna say uh you know i think that there's kind of there can be different thought processes about like developing your characters and your voices very solidly to know what you can rely on. And then from there, some people might want to take that into sketch, right. uh, which is a separate, totally separate thing. I mean, it's a lot of times it is organically formed scenes, but once you have a solid character and one of the games that I loved playing was characters in a minute. I don't know what it's called, right. but you mm-hmm. want to do how many characters you can in a minute and, oh, and you do it as fast as you can, but the people yeah. around you have to know the they have to get the character. They have to yeah. get who you are being. <clears throat> um, but from there, you can take that towards sketch. Uh, while on the other hand, still you still want to remain organic in in playing and allow yourself to maybe, you know, try something totally brand new during a show. And yeah. you know, yeah. Well, we do. You know, people do improv to sketch. It's one of our aspirations that we want to do down the road. Um, and that really is you start 
with improvising and having an idea, a game that has characters, mm-hmm. and then re-improvising it and, and writing it down and then trying it in a different way. So you're you're constantly trying to improve it um, until you say, hey, this is something that's going to land solid and it's get some laughs. It's got set beats and yeah. you know where they are. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun. So going from that now, when you were Barney, mm-hmm. <coughs> him showing up at your house as Barney, like, did you feel like you kind of knew anywhere where that was going or do you, or who took the lead there? It, it was a battle of, uh, just me guessing like, what are my limitations as far as this recording? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. That is I, hard. my, my mind was, yeah, Barney's going to be down on his luck, but <laughs> I didn't want him to be like addicted to cocaine <laughs> and have a life speeder <laughs> and like needles are around everywhere. Super right? sad, and, Barney. Yeah. And I just didn't want to duck about all these drug references and like prostitute, and, like him cussing everywhere. I just yeah. wasn't sure what kind of uh, for like what was allowed on this show. So I was trying to just be a little depressed and try to see if like Derek and I could find that middle ground of like, I'm getting the impression and you're not really supposed to, uh, be vague like that and let them guess, but I just didn't want to say anything for sure. And then be like, yeah, no, no, I think, I think what Derek did really well there was to, he took that like quite well and remained positive about like, well, you're, you know, you're still my favorite guy. Like you kind of kept it positive instead of going, he could have added to that rabbit hole and been like, you look bad, man. (laughs) Yeah. And gone there, but you didn't. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, we had a improviser called Shatira, um, who did a workshop and she, you know, you just pick up these gems as you go to classes, go to workshops, meet other improvisers. And she said something very simply that resounded with me, which was, you start with nothing on stage. You can create anything you want to. Why would you want to create something positive? Even if it's a difficult subject, mm-hmm. you can you can take it in a positive manner. Yeah. Right? So yeah. there's no mm, need to good. punch down on Barney, you know, and there's no need to punch up. I we empathize with each other or sympathize. Yeah. And right? yeah. and I think we were on the same page with that where as we were talking, I was like, you know, what if Barney did songs for adults? And you were kind of going that way too. So I don't know if you were thinking about that as far as how we got there, but I, I my felt mind, it. Yeah. Like I was it like was strongly. Implied. And then the, yeah, the yeah, cut too was freaking great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt Although, that. I don't actually. know why I said 50%. I meant to say 15 year fixed rate, movie, <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't come out correctly. Su- we, we suspended our disbelief there. <laughs> yeah. We went with it. Barney doesn't actually know, but he's encouraging them. Yeah. 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 Uh, but you, you asked about how did you find the game? What yes. was the game? Which yes. is really an interesting subject to talk about because we do talk about game in improv quite a bit, and it not everyone has the same definition for it. Right. Yeah. It's kind of crazy across books and methods, yeah. methodologies. That yeah. You say game, and it could mean something completely different. Than but, it. Yeah. but, you know, to be vague, right? You know, so, you know, it's, it is kind of the shiny thing that you've discovered and you want to play with more. Yeah. Right? And so when you find the game of a scene, uh, like our game was, uh, you, know, the, you know, two guys – midlife going, wow, life can be tough, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know, and, and if you're a purple dinosaur that used to be famous, your life could be tough too. And, you know, we commiserated together. Right. And the solution was for Barney to reach back into his yeah. bag of tricks and, you know, do what he does best, which is sing a song about it. Which is also something I, I, I like pimping people out, oh, yes. especially if I, I don't even know you, but I, I was like, the second you sang that song, you just did it. I was like, oh, I want him to sing more. <laughs> like I just right. knew, I was like, I'm going right. to make you sing yeah. more. Yeah. And it's just fun. But you know, you do have to have that trust yeah. that you, yeah. you're not going to, I would 
I would be horrified if someone was like, you sing a song now. Cause I just, I'm not good at that. Oh dude. So it's, it's, you have to tenderly <laughs> feel it out. Kelly, can you sing us a song about how you're not good at singing songs? Mm, I'm so bad <laughs> at making songs and it makes me sweat when I sing on stage. Mainly that's why I don't do it. Cause I sweat so much. It's called hot flashing. Maya Rudolph is my inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And I hated every minute of that, but I did it anyway. Awesome. I did it for you. Awesome. You're welcome. Beautiful. That's awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. So we found the game and then we heightened the game, right? So when you find a game, you do this as kids, right? If you go back to your childhood, you do this. You know, you, you find something you like playing with, and then once it's kind of run its course, you you explore why you're playing with it or what it means to you, or you heighten, you raise the stakes. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, we raise the stakes by cutting them to cut the, two. Yeah. Right. Now, now talk a little bit about cutting. Cutting is kind of tough sometimes, uh, yeah. at least in my experience, uh, unless you're very specific and clear cut to this, or sometimes, you know, like my troop wouldn't say that we're cutting to something. We would tap out right. uh, silently. So that's a method you can use, but yeah. unless you're really, yeah, solid. It's interesting could, dancing around the format of this, right? Just the podcast. Thing. Yeah, this is like different. Earlier, whenever I said cut to inside the bear cage, mm -hmm. what I was, what my thought was is that you guys would continue going, inside. but we cut to inside to in the, the two bears, the and two then we cut back talking. to outside. Mm -hmm. yeah, and instead, I accidentally fast forward in time. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No. yeah. Well, and that's that's called a split screen, where you have two yeah. actions taking place, and that you you share that focus. You know, yeah, bounce back and forth. But I mean, let's go over the edits that yeah. we use in improv and explain them. Right. So we, Brian talked about the sweep edit, where you. You know, hopefully with full lighting and not in a blackout situation, <laughs> go across the stage. And or you see the beginning of it and then just a crash. Yeah. <laughs> Very. So, so a sweep edit is how you clear the, the stage. Everybody that's on the stage goes to the sides and a brand new scene starts. Okay. If you are watching your teammates and they're having a really delicious scene and you have an idea or you feel like you can add to it or take it a different direction and you want to join the scene as a character, a different character, but you want to play with a specific character on stage, you would do a tap out, mm -hmm. which is you you come across, you tap them, I'm physically tapping someone on their shoulder, mm -hmm. and they know to leave immediately. And you're doing the scene with the and person then, you did not tap. Yeah. And it, right, and the person that remains on stage is the same character, but you have to give them information of what you want from them because you you wanted to play that character, yeah. so you have to. Do we skip time? Do we skip yeah. location? Yeah. Where are we? Yeah. Who are you? Who are you? So that so, they they know how to react, right? Could we do an example of that? You think yeah. we can pull that off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So we might need. I mean, I don't know. You can't stand up, but we can just say tap um, out. We'll just say tap out yeah. just to describe yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, chocolate yar, bars. Yar, the seven seas. Oh, Me and Captain Jim. Yar. Yar. Hey, matey Joseph Sebastian the third. I'm so glad that you're out here partying with me away. We're going to be plunging these seas and. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a party. See what I did there. It is. I did oh, see what yar. you did there. I, I, I think I'm going to adopt your pirate accent there. You're darn right. You're yeah, darn right. right. And I'm running in to tag out Derek. <laughs> Welcome to Long John Silver's. You're really throwing yourself into the theme of this restaurant. I'll have it all. <laughs> and then I'll <laughs> yeah, edit that, yeah. Yeah, or, that's yeah. Not, 
that's called a that's called a blackout <laughs> scene, yeah. which yeah. is a blackout scene's a comedic device where you really just have one line that's really funny, and then you don't want to go any further, so you run across the yeah. stage and, and it acts the like seat. the major punchline beat, which is a great yeah. Light moment. Right. So that was a tap out. And something fun I, I kind of want to talk about that I've always really appreciated doing and being involved in is when you go through a series of tap outs yeah. and everyone <laughs> wants to play with that one person awesome. and they just keep doing it over and over. And yeah. that can be such a fun game. It can be tiring and exhausting for the one person that got stuck on stage. But, it, but navigating that it actually out. kind of becomes part it's of the game. It's the game. game yeah. So you find that game. This mm -hmm. guy. <laughs> and, it, and it's usually something that they say that you want them to keep saying, saying it. for yeah. a different reason. Yeah. It, it, it's called a run, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. A, a run. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds really bad, but it's a lot of fun. You are look at all of this booty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we had the tap out. Tap out the tap out, yeah. Uh, a cut to is something where you have this the same characters remain on stage. And you want to take them to a different place or a different time or situation. And you would describe, you know, a good improviser, a good team, it would give them that information of what you want from them. Right. Um, normally, if you're fast forwarding in time, you're going to leave them in that future. But if you cut to the past... You're going to want to bring them back to the present. So you have a cut to cut to 1950 when their mom and dad first met. And, and you might do a little scene and then they're going to return back. And then you're yeah. going to say cut back to. And you're peppering. I think you're peppering the scene with more detail and you're giving the characters more development because right. they, we now see how they were then. Right. Yeah. right. So it's usually when you uh, have been engrossed in the scene you they say something that you go oh i want to know more about that i want to know more about that back seat of the plymouth <laughs> what happened in that yeah. back seat of the plymouth that they keep referencing but they yeah. give us no details cut about. to them so, eating french fries by themselves yeah. quietly in the <laughs> back seat of the plymouth delicious? what there's a baby back here <laughs> <laughs> right and then you cut cut back yeah yeah um now how about um i feel like when you're wanting someone to enter a scene, like I, sometimes you're on stage and you might need an extra person mm -hmm. because you know who they're going to be, mm -hmm. but they don't know and they are not, they have not stepped in to enter. So you might call for them, uh, motion mm -hmm. to somebody to be that like, and here's my son, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You don't always have to do that though because if you were to say my son, most times someone would someone enter would as your son. Yeah. yeah, but I've had ha a few moments where I'm like, get in here, I need you. Or I tap someone, I, I grab someone in a, in a blackout, mm -hmm. pull mm -hmm. them on stage with me and they don't know what's going on, but that's just kind of starting a scene. That's not right, really a right, right. transitionary that, Yeah, thing. that's called a promise, right? Yeah. So as improvisers, we make promises. And when you make a promise, you, you're relying on your teammates to help you fulfill that promise. So if, if you, if, you had referenced if you called out for your son, mm -hmm. we see that as a promise and we want to you fulfill you. that. Yeah, so yeah. we want to fulfill I like that. that. Yeah. Let's I like see. It. I know. Uh, I what about, ooh, callbacks. Callbacks. Ah, Good montage. Callbacks. I feel like, do you guys like your callback in your montage? How often do you do callbacks? And We had we like a great a callback uh, at a show a couple weeks ago. We call it the politically correct the pirate. The, the politically correct progressive pirates. pirates. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which that was great, man, because like you set it up. Well, it first, well, first of all, the, the beauty of these scenes is that like uh, it started out with Derek or Derek Jared. <laughs> Derek Jared, you know, We're same same name. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, you were looking through a telescope. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then Derek became the sea. <laughs> but you were originally, in your mind, you were going to be like the front yeah, of the so ship. Actually, so this is really interesting. Improv is, it's, is learning how to drop what your thing <laughs> is and accept someone else's. Because I went out and in my head, I'm facing the audience and I'm a kraken. I'm ah, a monster yeah. the sea. He's yeah. the thing that Derek. That, that is not what looking by to me. I totally thought he was the sea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, was, and then I joined Jared on stage, and we're both looking at Derek here. And we've just Undulating. accepted that he's the sea. He has to be the sea. What else could he be? And he's accepted as well. That all, I'm the so sea now. Yeah, you just go with it. You just go with it. Yeah, I'm the sea. Yeah. You just go with it. So I was the sea. And what was the bit? It was like, well, and then I, I had no idea what was going to happen. I was just yeah. like, I'm a pirate looking at a, peris, a periscope. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And then Brian's like, Oh, Captain, have you seen some booty? And I was like, oh, no, we don't say that here. We're progressive pirates. It's just treasure. <laughs> yeah. And then we wiped because that was it. It was real that, fast. That was it. That was all that was needed. And then scene, wipe, scene, wipe, yeah. scene, wipe. A lot of. And then Jared back. comes back out with the telescope again. And that's all That's all the callback was, was just Jared in that same pose of the telescope. And then, and then, then the PC pirates were back. Yeah. Yeah. PC pirates. So I recognized that. I went in to be the sea. And he was again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Which is a wonderful yeah. visual and, gag. And so when you do a callback, especially with a character, it's always important that that character has an important trait, whether it be physical like I was with the telescope or... Uh, it has a distinct type of voice that everybody knows that, oh, this is yeah. Walter the Nerd going back from a scene before. And so you just have to have that strong character trait to let everyone know this is what we're trying to do. Yeah. Right. So we're going to do one more micro montage and then we're going to bid you guys adieu. So let's get one more suggestion uh, to just start out another montage. So Derek, answer the question that Jared asked, which is the the favorite book, movie, author, music, whatever, one word. I'm curious for you. I want it from you. Uh, uh, castle. 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 Ah. <clears throat> you see me enter the stage, and I'm flapping my arms like dragon wings, and I'm swirling around licking at the ground for a place to roost. And I settle in and sit upon a spire on a castle. I enter hobbling with a hunchback. Yes! <laughs> you have summoned me. You have summoned me with your foul magic. Yes. What, do you, what will you of me, you... You humpback troll. I want you to kill my creditor. You want me to kill your creditor? I owe him over a thousand dollars and very vastly in debt. That seems like poor life choices to me. Maybe I should kill you instead. I don't need you judging me, you evil dragon that I've just summoned with my own bloody magic. Now go kill the creditor. Enter uh, the creditor. There she is. She's there. You I owe her at least five thousand. You owe me five thousand... On the on the dot, you owe me five thousand dollars. Quick, shoot! <laughs> no, I want to talk to this creditor here. Why did you lend this obviously poor excuse for a human so much money? That seems like poor life choice to me. Maybe I will kill you. What is this your version of fire? Cut to 
more dragon mediation, which has become a thing now. We all go to the dragon, and there's a line of people waiting for the dragon to mediate their problems. Next! Uh, uh, your terrifyingness. Um, seems like in, there could be more pleasant adjectives for me if you want me to decide in your favor. Your, your glory. My wife here cheated on me with a stuffed bear. What say you, wife? When you say cheated, um, if you mean I snuggled them a little bit, then guilty. That's called cheating, woman. Uh, you're never, ever home because you're always out, like, dealing with the cows and the rocks and the death and all the things that happen. And who am I supposed to go to, dragon? Not Chuck. You're a lovely she named wench. It. She named the stuffed bear. His name is Chuck. Chuck? His name is Chuck. Hmm. These seem like poor life choices to me, but you're cute. Cut to Dragon with Dr. Phil on the show. Well, Dr. Phil, I frequently find that humans are just horrible at making life choices. Now, let me cut you off right there. Uh, That is ignorant of you to judge a whole multitude of three billion people to think that they are all dumb. In the audience, cheers. Dr. Phil, I am a magical creature capable of belching fire from my very own belly. I find that challenging me on your show with all these innocent people here it's a very bad, poor life choice for yourself and the audience. So you think a big ball of fire is your answer to everything? It's worked for me thus far. I don't like you. <laughs> Cut to the creditor and the wizard from before. 4,998. That's 4, right. 4,999. That's right. 5,000. About time. See, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. This is fun. We, I, I love just getting to play, and it's, it's, and, uh, and you guys are just so much fun to play with. And thanks for having me be part of the group. It's always fun. Oh, we love having you, right? Right. We said we yeah. were going to say right. Yeah, we agreed right. in the parking lot. Positive things about Brian. I'll pay you later, guys. Just shut up. I, I, I promise. I'll pay you for saying nice I'm things. I'm just really, really <laughs> happy to be part of this group. I feel very included. We were very lucky to have Kelly, who would empty her bank account to pay us off to say nice things. You're about welcome. You. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, where can we find more information? <laughs> now I'm going to go back into host mode. Yes. But where can we find Plug yourselves about Taco Bout It online? Well, you can find us on Facebook at Taco Bout It OKC or on Instagram at Taco Bout It OKC. Boom. Awesome. And all, as always, check out the uh, the show schedule at OKCimprov.com. Is that the website? Yes. Right. Well, yeah. We are on next Saturday mm-hmm. at 730, 7.30, I believe. Yeah. In the Plaza District across from Roxy's Ice Cream. Oh, yeah. So you can get some. Dude, the Plaza District is it's like the coolest thing on Fridays and Saturdays. because you, you can. It's the best date ever. You can get freaking. Dinner, pizza, ice beer, cream, ramen, everything. If funny, alcohol, anything in that order, and pie, and pie, <laughs> and pie to end the night. It's awesome. <laughs> right. So come to uh, an improv show, whether it be Talk About It or Golly, any of the other long form groups. They're just and there's not everybody's great. Everybody's really freaking great. I love everything that OKCI has been doing, 
And uh, and if you like what you have been listening to and you'd like to hear more, check us out online at okishowshow.com. Or if you'd like to support what we're doing and be a part of what we're doing, you can go to patreon.com slash okishowshow and become a patron today. And that's it. We'll see you guys in the next two weeks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>